Who's who's reading the last? Uh, I can read the last one. All right. Yeah. Back to uh, back to <laughs> basics. I think back we should basics. prioritize the ones who have uh, names next to them. Yeah. I mean, that's almost all of them. This was, I think, maybe the first time we... I mean, it was. It was the first yeah. time we got submissions. Yeah. Yeah. The first two were, were Mary or Mary generated and... Mary and... Or uh, SO generated. Yeah. Mary and Martha and probably Jenna sometimes. Let's see. Welcome to Brose. Let's put smart to work. My name is Matt Casnell, and joining me as they always do are my bros and Rose. On an audio feed reporting live from Belmar, New Jersey, it's Mr. Rich Sweeten. Hi, everyone. On an audio feed reporting live from Haddon Heights, New Jersey, it's Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hi, everybody. And on an audio feed reporting live from uh, the stratosphere. What's what's above the stratosphere? Is it the atmosphere, stratosphere? Um, what are the layers that, that <laughs> the outside mesosphere. The mesosphere. Mesosphere. <laughs> Yeah, somewhere in the sphere, it's Tim Hansen. What's going on, man? <laughs> Sup, dogs? Sup, dogs? Sup, bud? How are you? I'm great. Yeah. How you doing? Yeah. Doing good. How you feel? This is this is your first full session um, in in quite some time. How how are you? Uh, how you feeling? How you holding up, bud? I feel great. I feel like I should just do mimosas all the time, um, or at is least vitamin not, C, or at least not drink other things, and then an entire bottle of wine, and then also drink other things. <laughs> <laughs> that was a it's a old bit like uh it's like an old love line bit and adam kroll has been in the news for for less than savory reasons but one bit that he did have that i kind of i still look back on with with some fondness is the the thing where um uh people would call in to his show and be like oh well i, I got drunk because i mixed up liquors and it would be like well why you know what did you have to drink? He's like, well, I had a shot of tequila and then a shot of bourbon and a shot of rum and then a beer and then a wine cooler and then he's like, look, look, it's not because you mix liquors; <laughs> it's because you drank like seven shots. Um, so what? yeah, yeah, it's, 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 you know, I mixed liquors. It's like, well, if you're mixing liquors, you probably had a lot of uh, you probably had enough to drink to where it's maybe the quantity of, of liquor as well. Mm-hmm. But oh, yeah, vitamin definitely. C might be helping. Vitamin C might yeah, be helping out backfilling. Yeah, Hell I feel yeah. that moisture. Yeah, quick, everybody, quick, everybody uh, doing good. Quick science fact: it's the quick ionosphere, science. exosphere, thermosphere, stratosphere, mesosphere, and then troposphere. Oh, the troposphere! That's right. I forgot about the troposphere. Yes. So those are <laughs> those troposphere. are. That is now the more you know of this episode of Rose. And knowing is half the battle. Knowing G.I. is half the battle. G.I. Joe. <laughs> the other half is high-grade military weapons. No, I'm, I will not uh, let you keep going with the, uh, with the intro to this show, Matt. I refuse. Uh, 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 uh. It's fine. It's fine. We're enjoying a nice brose brunch here uh, on on Sunday, uh, September 20th, um, where the Philadelphia Eagles have just started playing and have already given up a touchdown uh, to the to <laughs> Los shit, Angeles Rams. Fast. Just an absolute... Uh, calamity of errors to start this game for the Eagles, uh, picking up right where they left off the week before. I'm glad to have football back uh, for like uh, the the ability to to proceed with the season aside. I'm glad to have football back because at least it's like, all right, you know what? I just am happy to be bitching about like blown coverages <laughs> for like five for five minutes instead of everything else that's going on. It's is providing the absolute like baseline comfort that I need at this point yeah. in, in life. So, um. 
<laughs> as, as I watch Miles Sanders cough up the fumble again, <laughs> they're, they're replaying like the worst part fumble. of the game. And then another one. He didn't, he didn't fumble it again. He, they were replaying the last fumble. Like just to remind you, it's that thing that uh, that that sports broadcasts do so well, which is like if a guy fucked up and it led to a, a score on the other end um, by the other team, they will replay that mistake yeah. over and over again. Like, by the way, this only happened because your dumbass dropped the football. <laughs> <laughs> um, <Matt>. Welcome, <laughs> yeah. Based on what you said about like being able to complain about football, it's kind of similar to something I shared on Facebook where it's like, I can't wait for my normal depression, my pandemic depression, to meet my seasonal depression. <laughs> Add to that my Eagles fandom depression. Hey, everybody, uh, reach out to <laughs> Eagles fandom depression. Everybody, reach out to a friend in the uh, in the tri county area, in the tri state area of Philadelphia, if they're if they're a sports fan or just just friends in general. Just check on yeah. them the next couple of months because things are sure things getting okay. dicey right now. Yeah. <laughs> getting dicey uh and we're gonna do what we can to help you out with that because uh because we're the bros day podcast and that's what we do we provide a, a public service as as it were uh <laughs> with with nonsense comedy uh mirth uh intelligent discussion and dick jokes mm-hmm. um speaking of which welcome to the bros day podcast available as always <laughs> on apple podcasts google podcasts stitcher spotify soundcloud tune in everywhere else refined podcasts are bought and sold um our show this is a very simple premise we answer questions from you, the audience, about life, the universe, and everything, and we do it while enjoying a delicious glass of rosé or another beverage, uh, as it were. Um, and if you have a question you'd like us to answer on the air, you can email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. Before we get to this session's questions or this round's questions, though, uh, let's talk about what we're drinking this morning. Uh, now, because it's brunch, uh, our selections are a little bit different. We're not we're not sticking with strictly rosé, unless you're rich, who's drinking strictly brand rosé. Yes. Um, but uh, but I'm drinking an Irish coffee. I'm polishing off the last of this Irish coffee, which is not really Irish because Irish coffee is is strict. Tim, correct me if you're if I'm wrong on this. It's just ba- it's Bailey's with with coffee. Correct. That's the the, the gist of the Irish coffee. All right. Just because I'm Irish doesn't mean I know the answer. But also, yes. <laughs> <laughs> also, I hate coffee. I know, but I, I know, but this this is absolutely right in your wheelhouse. Give it to come. On. This is this is absolutely. What? Are you are you saying alcohol is in my wheelhouse? Well, yeah. I mean, we just had an, an intense discussion about like mixing liquors, and you're like, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All right, you're not you're not wrong. <laughs> Spe- speaking of Tim not liking coffee, how did you feel about my take a couple weeks ago? Several weeks ago. Several weeks ago. Yeah. Are we asking me? Yes. Because uh, you are the non-coffee drinker, and I was. Oh, is a bold. Oh. This is a bold move by by Rich to assume that Tim actually went back and listened to the show. <laughs> I, I, it's great because I only listened to the first one and the third one, and I don't think I finished the first one. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All well, right, then, then you didn't hear it, so then I did you, not hear it. Then you didn't hear it. No worries. So, Richie, your take is a uh, hot fire. I loved it. Thanks. <laughs> it's great. Thanks. It was. I dank. appreciate it. Yes. Um, so anyway, I'm drinking uh, coffee and Kahlua. Um, <laughs> is uh, is my beverage this morning? Yeah. <laughs> Tim, what are you drinking? I am drinking mimosas. Yes. With beautiful, beautiful rosé champagne. Call back to episode numero uno. Mm-hmm. Uh, spelled with an I, not the other superfluous uh, vowels. I'm just enjoying saying the word super uh, superfluous. Which <laughs> superfluous. I'm- definitely not pronouncing quite right and i don't care you're pronouncing it almost correctly so yeah the, forgo- the forgotten not quite right remember. and I, I am aware of this <laughs> it's superfluous superfluous <laughs> superfluous 
Super, yes. Superfluous. Perfect. I don't, superfluous. I, Perfect. The mimosa uh, is treating it, you well. Mimosas are great. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on with us today? What an absolute mess. Dude, day drinking, man. Do you yes. like? I, yes. <laughs> uh, Sean, what are you drinking? Uh, I'm drinking Valari Vineyards. A It's a wine that's local to us in Jersey. Um, it's in Sewell, actually. Um, and I would check him out at ValariVineyards.com. Uh, this is a very uh, dry rosé, and it's honestly super good. It's not good for shitty mimosas, which is what I started drinking it but <laughs> as. But now I've just switched to just the rosé, and it's very good. Okay. Um, so, like, <laughs> almost a full bottle in. So stoked to have to watch my daughter for the rest of the day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um uh, it it is it is incredibly good. It's it's dry in the way it's dry in that really pleasant way that that's what I'm looking for in a rosé. So check out Valari Vineyards. They're uh, close by. I think they have an Instagram. They said when my wife told them we did a podcast about rosé. Rosé. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my well, they were selling at our farmers market. My and Mary was there with Jake, and she was. They have like you know the social distance thing. You go on the the like you do the rounds. And yeah. uh, th- she stopped at this uh, this like wine cellar, and they had um, they were selling their wine. And she was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, my husband does a podcast about rosé." And they were like, "Tag our Instagram, okay?" Oh <laughs> so boy, you're gonna be pretty disappointed, but thank yeah. you. <laughs> rosé quotes, but, but I love it. But but to be clear, in this, the least interesting part of the show. This wine is very good. Highly recommend Valaria Vineyards Rosé. Excellent. Most excellent. And Rich, what are you drinking this morning? I am drinking uh, Lab. It's a, a rosé from uh, the uh, uh, Lisboa region. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's good. I really like it. Uh, and also to counter uh, Sean's point about uh, this segment being our least favorited segment... I actually had somebody, because I've been on the dating sites lately, swiping left and right, uh, who told me this was their favorite part of the show. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> are, you using our, are you using our podcast as like a lead for your, your dating profile? <laughs> well, what it, no. What it is is like... <laughs> I, we, I wouldn't either. Like, I'm just confirming. We, we, matched, we matched on Wednesday, and I was about to record a podcast. So they asked me, what are you mm-hmm. doing? I'm like, I'm about to record a podcast. And they asked me, like, what, what, what's it about? And I was like, two of them. Podquest and Brose, and I told him about Brose first because this is the one I'm more proud about. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> hey, that's awesome. That's that's very yeah. good. And listen, it, it is an award winning show, so I would tout that award as much as possible. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, several, I mean, not, I say the award, but it's really several. I mean, yeah. you know, we, many I mean, people are saying it. We we won all of the the Broies from the uh, first and only ever Brose uh, award show. We did. Mm-hmm. We did win every Broey. And uh, listen, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil anything here. But uh, just guys, uh, keep keep an eye on the Emmys tonight. Keep an eye on the Emmys. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So I've got our last round of questions. So uh, since we are celebrating our hundredth episode uh, here on episode one hundred and five, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're, we're continuing to celebrate our hundredth episode of Brose by going back to the first three sessions that we did and revisiting the questions that we got. Um, so, uh, we now have the third session, which was uh, at that point, listen, we did our first session, you know, it was our first night, first time behind the mics for, for, for a lot of us, at least the four of us together. 
Um, second session, you know, we're getting a little bit more comfortable. The third one, we started getting questions from you, the listener, um, as opposed to, to the questions that were prepared by, by our significant others. So mm-hmm. we're going to read some of those questions here during this episode. And if you'd like to be uh, one of those listeners who gets your question answered, again, brosequestions at gmail.com. Send the questions there and we'll answer them on the air. So the first question uh, comes to us from a, um, a Tess. <laughs> from Anonymous. Uh, a test yeah from uh, yeah uh, again uh, one of these like fake email addresses that we occasionally get questions from uh, test at gorillamail.com so tess in quotes says uh what hogwarts house are you in uh i believe so, i'm in and probably it's either uh uh what oh, shit i can't remember the house names right now so i'm the sagittarius <laughs> <laughs> Richie's a bitch. I feel like you're a Hufflepuff. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I, I'm either Hufflepuff or the uh, the, the the proud ones, Gryffindor. I'm one of those two, but probably Hufflepuff. Mm-hmm. INFP. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> INTJ. Yeah. Are Are you trying to uh, take take away focus towards J.K. Rowling? No, yes. I don't give it. I, I so a little yeah. bit, but honestly, like you know, I it's it seems to me that the Harry Potter fandom has pretty much just like been like yeet to her and just mm-hmm. kind of taken it upon themselves. Yeah. Sure. Uh, no, I'm just being annoying. Uh, <laughs> I am a. I think I'm a Hufflepuff. I think that's. I took a test once, and that's what it told me. I, I can. That I can sense. see you being a Hufflepuff. I don't know. I don't. I've read all the books, but honestly, I don't really know what that means. Um, mm-hmm. I just know I'm an ancillary character. Uh, <laughs> I am. I have died. I died in the um, in the, the games in the games. Mm-hmm. Oh, the, the Tri Wizard yeah, yeah. Cup in the Tri Wizard Cup. I died. Yeah, uh, that that's all I know. Yeah, death is certainly what awaits me in the Harry Potter universe. Um, <laughs> so, uh, as for the previous listeners of the show might know, I'm not very good at like picturing myself in these fantasy situations. So, <laughs> my, my answer to this would probably be none of them because Harry Potter doesn't Matt's, exist. Matt's, Matt's <laughs> but, a muggle. Matt's a muggle. That's it. He's not a house. I'm I'm the asshole uncle who like locks Harry in the uh, in the <laughs> thing under the stairs. That makes sense. Um, I so if we're going by this, there is a whole page uh, on ScreenRant.com about Myers Briggs personality types sorted into Harry Hogwarts houses. <laughs> uh, based on that, if I recall my Myers Briggs result correctly, I would be in Gryffindor. Um, that seems far too noble for me, but we're just gonna go with that. I, I honestly feel like Matt, you might be like either Ravenclaw or Hufflepuff. Okay. Ravenclaw, Ravenclaw like, sounds cooler. Ravenclaw is like the smarter group, right, Tim? Like, like, like uh, more yeah. like, yeah. More, Ravenclaw more, is historically the more like intellectual. Yeah. Oh, then you're way off base. And, well, no. And, <laughs> and what are we doing Huff, here? <laughs> Hufflepuff is like the goofy group and the silly group and like the the jokesters. And, they, and they're and they're okay. very passionate about animals. Very yeah. friendship. Very yes. friendship. So oh, like maximum friendship. Both, okay. Both Matt, you and Sean, I see both of you being a mix of both those two houses. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you guys are super two. smart. Okay. Oh please. <laughs> Indeed, Rich, I have yeah, read yeah. a book. <laughs> I, I, would, I would like to say that, but I will say that I, I legitimately like. So, if you listen to last show, I gave up my my hot take was just an ad read for a serial. And uh, but I, I will say that I was seriously considering making my take about how great dick jokes were. <laughs> and, and if you're if you want to hold on to that whole Casnell belongs in Ravenclaw thing, that's on you at this point. Don't forget, 
<laughs> don't forget there's still that um i don't want to bag on harry potter fans too much, like like the, the harry potter stuff too much because i i don't really like i don't have a strong affinity for it i read the first four books when i was a kid and then i got in like like a dozen chapters or so into the fifth <laughs> book and i just at some point i was just i just I remember reading it. I was reading it at my aunt's house, and all but at once. Then I, I started kissing and I went, girls. And then I was like, "Yeah, yeah." And then, and then I, I started grew a pair. Bang, bang. <laughs> yeah, and then I got into like tough guy shit. And then, but like at a certain point in the fifth book, I, I was I, remember I was reading a page, and all at once I was just like, "Oh, I don't care. I don't care anymore. <laughs> nice. Like I just I, I don't care about the story or anything. Like it, it, great pieces of you know, like young adult fiction. I don't. I, this is just at a certain point. I just. It, it, the the interest evaporated for me, so that's all. Um, Tim, did you get? Did you give one? Uh, so I have almost always tested into Slytherin in like every iteration of any of these tests. Uh-huh. Uh, a couple times I haven't. I've tested into Ravenclaw. Uh, I'm looking at this nice little like grid of who everyone should be, and INTJ, which is my Myers Briggs, every time. Puts me into Raverin. <laughs> Raverin. Raverin? <laughs> Which is just, oh. I'm on the edge of Slytherin and Ravenclaw. Look, I don't so. want to tell uh, Hogwarts what to do with their program, but it seems to me like a lot of problems we solved if they just like got rid of the whole Slytherin thing. Like, <laughs> it does yeah. seem like that's causing more trouble than it's worth. Yeah, maybe if they one of their houses wasn't just Nazis, yeah. uh, <laughs> that, that would be better. <laughs> Yeah. If it was, if it wasn't just like, I, like, like guy, guy, the house that's just asking the questions, like, like it, it makes you, it makes you wonder, like, why did it take us so long to hate J.K. Rowling when she built a house like Slytherin? Yeah, like, it seems like you're really well, baking in conflict at that point. Well, I think that's just like easy story writing. It's like everyone from this house is mean, yeah. but I think, yeah, in, the but then she was like. If you're trans, you're going to break into women's restrooms and kill people. I think that was where we were like, yeah. hey, bud, maybe fucking stop. Yeah. <laughs> maybe There's... that's when that's when I think our generation was like, oh, our heroes mm-hmm. can't be trusted. Yeah. yeah. There's, yeah. there's uh, big uh, uh, arguments going around in the gaming community because there's a Harry Potter open world game coming out for the next gen systems. Mm hmm. Um, and people are like, well, fuck Uh-oh. J.K. Rowling, which I agree. Mm-hmm. But I, I, there's also people out there like me who say you can be a fan of Harry Potter, but hate J.K. Yeah. Rowling. It's, it's mm-hmm. an unfortunate, it's like Chick-fil-A. It's just like, are you willing to to subsidize a company that does shitty things? And it's like, mm-hmm. that's just an individual question you have to ask yourself. And I, like, yeah. tr- truly, I don't want to pass a moral judgment on anyone for doing anything. But mm-hmm. like, you know, it's just a question you have to ask yourself. Yeah. Are you willing to support something you something you genuinely love, mm-hmm. even though the creator is a piece of shit? Yeah. And right. I mean, I, for, I, I don't begrudge anyone for being yeah. like, I fucking love Harry Potter. It got me through a lot of shit, you know? Mm-hmm. We had a... Yeah. Sometimes things were rough and you had the little fantasy world that you loved. And then she turns out to be a garbage person, but like, mm-hmm. whatever, you know, like, and, her, and, and she obviously wrote the, she created the world and wrote the books, but like it evolved into such a large universe that now you've got, you know, the billion actors and actors who have worked on this, a billion mm-hmm. fan fiction writers. There's, there's so much more to this world. And it's so as, as much as she is like the, like the, the creator of it, it's, it's gone beyond her. Also, yeah. I think one of the big arguments against supporting that 
RPG or whatever is that you know money is going to go to JK Rowling but like it's a drop in the bucket you know it's very similar to the plastic straws discussion we had one or two episodes ago at this and then also at the beginning but like Mm -hmm. you know it's it's like it's a drop in the bucket like you're you not supporting this RPG is hurting everyone who made the RPG Mm -hmm. not JK Rowling she has more money than God at this point she's fine yeah like like, you're not like you're giving her more money on money that like it doesn't, it's not, you not supporting that game, she's not going to be like, oh no, what am I going to do for groceries this week? Like, she's no. like, like that's, this game could bomb, and she's still richer than anyone you've yeah. ever met in your life. It's, so it's, it's, it's fine to support mm-hmm. her, because you're not generating wealth for her. She already has wealth, she can do it herself. Yeah. Right, right. Um... So anyway, um, thanks to Tess, uh, whoever, that, whoever is, that is, for for getting alleged on. sister, alleged sister, dude. We we've we've done a lot of J.K. Rowling on this show, and and listen, in some ways, deservedly so because she's put herself in the news, and also because Harry Potter is such a seminal piece of pop culture. Yeah, it was um, it, it was yeah. uh, for our age group. It's exactly like it was our thing. Yeah, that was our the, Lord of the Rings. We're our D and D. The next generation yeah. got um, like Hunger Games and. D- divergence divergence yeah. like those those yeah those like uh dystopian and future novels the, um percy jackson Potter. novels yeah yes which percy are jackson significantly well. better uh argument uh well that dude is just way less problematic <laughs> like he tries <laughs> he tries his best so morally and, it might not be like the work of fiction but he is an easier person to yeah exactly play. it is also apparently very good my both of my sisters well at least my one sister and then allegedly my second sister uh, both love those books and uh, they give them to Jake for um, his birthday recently and I might have to check him out (laughs) I I really enjoyed the first uh, The Lightning Thief the movie I never read the books I really enjoyed the movie never got around to seeing Hmm. um, I can't remember the name of the second one Hmm. Um, I don't know but Nathan Fillion was in it they did make a second one yeah, it was, uh, I don't know, it doesn't matter. Whatever. Yeah. J.K. Rowling sucks. <laughs> we just told what houses we were in. Yep, also we did. several other things. Uh, our next question comes to us from a friend of the show, uh, Melinda Cordy. So the, thanks a lot, Melinda. Um, <clears throat> this is a fun one. Your last name, colon, the last Texas text message you sent, is your campaign slogan. What's yours? <laughs> Mine is Richard Sweeten. HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash U Y O U T U dot B E forward slash M four four W two six two U T hyphen I. That's my last text for America. It's a for America. Video. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and what does that that link go to, Rich? It was a link to the uh, charity performance of You Say Run from uh, 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 My Hero Academia on YouTube that I talked about last episode. Got it. Okay. Okay. Uh, Sean, what would your campaign slogan be? Well, my campaign slogan would be, let me find this. Okay. <laughs> my can- my campaign slogan, I think, would be, O'Brien. Yeah, it's a real bummer. And that was... <laughs> <laughs> oh my that God, was- perfect. That was... That- that was a text I sent to my mom when she texted me about Ruth Bader Ginsburg dying. Wow. It's a real bummer. My mom texted me, sorry to hear about Ruth's sad face, and I wrote, yeah, it's a real bummer. I was very tired when I sent that message. 
<laughs> and uh, that's how I feel about it still. Uh, and also very good <laughs> campaign slogan. I mean, if if I'm running for anything, it's a real bummer. It's a real bummer. Uh, yeah. We had nothing else going on. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Vote for uh, me in the 2022 Haddon Heights City Council race. It's <laughs> happening, man. Uh, Tim, what would your uh, campaign slogan be? Uh, mine would be Hanson Ote. <laughs> wow. With like four A's and a T instead of a K. Ote. So, Ote. I liked that my one last time. It was Hanson Subros. Subros. <laughs> yeah. I, Yo, I'm, go- I'm going through our Twitter to find ours from originally. Yeah. Uh, so mine would be Matt Casnell. It would be Casnell and then a picture of Josh's Jacks, which I sent to Tim <laughs> Hansen a moment yes. ago. If I was going before that, uh, my previous picture was awesome. My previous uh, text message to that was also a picture. Uh, so it would be Casnell and then a picture of uh, geese by a lake as I was out on my run today. Um, <laughs> and then finally, if we're going by actual words, we're, uh, uh, it would be Casnell. No, these are the same ones you gave me a few months ago, and we still have plenty left. Thanks, though. Uh, my mom sent me a picture of four bottles of Hank's hot sauce and asked if I needed any. Um, <laughs> the answer was no, <laughs> we still have some, but, nice. uh, but, uh, no, I like Casnell picture of Josh's Jacks. So, um, the reason Tim is president Tim R. Hansen is because of his tweet from last time. I'm going to run a poll to see if he continues to be president Tim R. Hansen mm-hmm. oh, based on these tweet, based on these texts. So, just like screenshot or send me a copy of your text so I remember. Mm-hmm. We're posting it uh, in a, in a, in a few weeks. I'm definitely rolling with Josh's Jacks is my answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's very succinct. Gets my my message across perfectly. <laughs> um. All right. So moving on to our next question, as I watch the Eagles just be about to give up another touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um. The next question comes to us from Sean's father-in-law. Thoughts on Hallmark Christmas movies? <laughs> I don't think those have changed. I don't think they have. I, I've i always found Hallmark movies in general just insufferable. And so I just don't care. Well, the movies definitely haven't changed because they just keep rewriting the same movie yeah, and putting um, characters in it. Well, no, it's always uh, Candace Cameron, uh, Beer, or whatever, uh, DJ from Full and Fuller House. It's always mm. her in all of them. Uh, mm. It's only 50%. um yeah i I, i'm i'm stoked this year to see what kind of of uh coronavirus themed direct that they put out there for this you know like you know distance love or something along those lines Mm -hmm. oh jeez yeah distance christmas oh distance christmas distance christmas yeah 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 yeah. i'll be like like man this quality look how close that almost rhymes Oh my we god! Were <laughs> positively Dickinson's Dickinsonian. Dickinsonian, yeah. <laughs> uh, has has any other thoughts changed on these movies? Because uh, mine are basically I, the same. It's like it's look, they're they're whatever. They're 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 yeah. They're saccharine, you know, sweet, easy to digest stuff around the holidays. Makes you feel good. Makes you feel wholesome. Makes uh, women feel like they need to have a date or they're inadequate. Uh, those <laughs> those kind of things. Yeah, I yeah, it's 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 pumpkin spice all over again. If it's for you, that's for you. I'm not a huge fan of them because they are just like you've seen one, you've seen them all, and they are. I genuinely love romantic comedies, but I just these aren't well written or interesting in any way. So mm-hmm. that's that's that. Christmas yeah. movies done. Boom, boom. 
Our next question comes to us from longtime listener, hopefully not, Jacob Sutherland. Um, <laughs> Jacob's question is, salient as always, uh, who are your top three best fantasy football players on your team? Dylon, 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 Dylon. Dylon, Dylon, Torvald, <laughs> Dylon. Uh, so, Rich, who are the three best players on your fantasy team? I don't have any. Uh, no, no good players. <laughs> no, my three best players, honestly, would be Cam Newton, Ben Roethlisberger, and maybe Travis Kelsey? Like One of your three best fantasy players is Ben Roethlisberger? I mean, he based on last week alone. Okay. Um... Cam Newton got the highest points at 25.7. Next up would be Ben Roethlisberger at 25. Oh, no. Yeah. Next up would be uh, uh, Darius Slayton of New York Giants of 25.2. And then Ben Roethlisberger at 21.06. Those Hmm. are my three best players as of right now. Okay. All right. Um, now, Sean, aside from Frank Gore, who are you? Uh, I was going to say Frank Gore three times, so I'm a little bit upset that you, you disqualified sorry, him. I'm sorry. But I'm based, sorry. Based, on, um, based on last week alone, my three best players are uh, Josh Allen, Dalvin Cook, and Juju Smith-Schuster are the three mm-hmm. best, followed closely by Sammy Watkins for his one good game a year. Yeah, he does get the one good game a year, and then mm-hmm. uh, and then everybody's like, "Oh my god, this is the year that Sammy Watkins finally capitalizes on his talent." And then he winds up with like five hundred yards. Yeah, um, and of course Frank Gore, who's now the starting running back of the New York Jesus. Jets. You get lucky with Frank Gore every year. Frank Gore I, is such a fucking I, champion. He's I, like, um, wait, what's that quarterback who did the, who's doing the same thing? Is he on the he's on the Eagles right now? I think as a backup. He's an old Court, man. Hurts. Um, Oh, no. oh uh, Josh McCown. Josh McCowan. Just been on every single team. Just like fucking just booping around from the city to city. Also, Frank Gore's uh, son, Frank Gore Jr., crushing it. I think he's in, I think he plays for Ole Miss or something. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's That's doing a right. great job. I didn't think about Frank Gore Jr. coming up through the ranks. Mm-hmm. Um, could you imagine? It's like, it could be <laughs> such that a Gore has been playing for like 40 years. <laughs> so good. It's the new Manning family. <laughs> it's Frank Gore and Frank Gore Jr. My God. Oh, boy. Uh, so the t- three favorite, uh, three favorite, my three best fantasy football players. I lucked out a bit and I end up with uh, Christian McCaffrey um, and Lamar Jackson as two of my three. And then it gets dicey. Uh, so my third best player, I think by default is probably Chris Godwin, uh, but he's currently concussed and can't play football when he's concussed. So, um, failing him, I guess I'll go Keenan Allen, um, because he's like perpetually like a B plus when he's healthy. Like he's like a a very good, very fundamentally sound player and he puts up a decent fantasy game. So we'll go with him. We'll go with him. Nice. Yeah. And then there's like Scotty Miller, who's like the token five foot nine. You knew that when Tom Brady switched teams, he was going to find his token like short white guy that he was going <laughs> to that he was going to be able to start chucking the ball to. And sure enough, last week I turn on the uh, the, the the Tampa Bay New Orleans game, and on a team with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and OJ Howard and Cameron Brait and Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette and Lashawn McCoy. Wouldn't you go with this this tiny, like, undrafted white dude just scampering along the field, getting, like, eight catches, 94 yards. New, the new Julian Edelman guy is a Scotty Miller. And, of course, his name is Scotty. His fucking tool-ass name. <laughs> Scott, Scotty. Scotty doesn't know. 
Scotty does not know that he's going to be the number one receiver for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this year. <laughs> I'm not going to um, lie. Scotty doesn't know was my song throughout all of high school. I don't know why. I just loved it. It's a Quality good song. Too. It was very much of that time. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Quality tune, man. I love yeah. Scotty doesn't know is a great song. Especially the, uh, what is it? The video where it's, isn't it Matt Damon singing along? It is it Matt is. Damon. Matt Damon in a cameo appearance in Euro in a European uh, Euro trip. Euro trip. Yes, yeah, Euro yeah, trip. Yeah. I was about to say European vacation. It's, <laughs> it's a very different movie. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. Dude, it's beautiful. This is anything you do to avoid it. So good stuff. Yeah, I am go- current, currently. Great. I am projected to win. So I'm. I think this year will be like every other year in which I do very well at the beginning, but mm-hmm. because I have no depth to, to my team because I stopped <laughs> drafting after the first. After I have all of the positions, I yeah. uh, I'm going to do very poorly in the second half of the year, but right, then still right. make it to the playoffs in a decent mm-hmm. position because of how well I did at the beginning. Right, and then <laughs> yeah, you're riding that wave into the postseason. Yeah, and then I'll get I'll get lucky and finish middle of the pack as I do most years. <laughs> Except that one time, I think I came in third or second. You did, yeah. That one year, you like second or third. Like I was, it was a stunning performance. Um, yeah, considering how my my move, yeah, I've, you, I've one... done fairly well. Like I don't think I've ever lost, which is very impressive. No, you never you made the playoffs. Team, you made the playoffs just, all but like one year. It just shows that you're really good at managing your team. <laughs> like, well, the way this started, you guys know how this started, right, Sean? Do you, you remember how this this all started, mm-hmm. right? To the the very first year we did this league, um, we had a draft. It was like a Monday night, and it was at seven o'clock. And Sean doesn't log on, doesn't log on, doesn't log on. And finally, eight thirty, Sean texts me, goes, "When's the draft?" <laughs> and I said, "Started an hour and a half ago." And he logs on and drafts his kicker, <laughs> and then Sean finished like sixth. Yeah, he did quite well. was like fifth that yeah. year. That was wild. Yeah, it was a great Absolutely. year. Absolutely, I'm so bad at fantasy football, so, but it's so fun. I've, <laughs> I've told you guys this before. Uh, I have, I usually have a friend help me with the draft, and every year, like he comes in and like, well, we'll Skype meet or whatever, so that we can talk through it, and I can share a screen. And every year, he's like, "Well, I don't know why you let him in." I'm like, "It's just what he does." And you know what? He does. Why you good. let him in? Like, like <laughs> uh, every year, he's like, "If they're not going to be in the draft, I don't know why you let them stay in the in in the thing." I'm like, "Well, this person, like, sometimes talking about Eric, it's like mm-hmm. he's a doctor at an ER. Yeah. Uh, he yeah. can't always work. He can't always draft." And Sean, it's what he does, and he gets maybe third place every year so like it's always competitive listen it's it is it's just rolling dice Mm -hmm. like you your whole team i think last year or the year before my whole team got fucked by injuries and even though like even if i had drafted my entire team i it wouldn't have mattered i every single person got hurt and it's just what happens sometimes yeah it's like it's 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 not an invalid strategy to be like, all right, maybe luck will break for me this this yeah, year, and I'll just be and, lucky. And that's the thing; it's your money. So yeah, right. I'm the criteria, to the criteria to for entering this league is very simple: the check clears. You send me yeah. your pay, your dues on Venmo, and the the, the it comes into the Venmo account. That's in. And and to your point, it is it absolutely a law of diminishing returns. Like you can get, you could win fantasy football if you don't know a thing about football but it's it's most likely you're gonna have you're gonna have a bad time if you don't know anything about football but (laughs) once you know enough 
like you're not like if you know enough about football, it's not going to matter whether or not you're like, oh, well, they used an inverted cover two in that scenario. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they, they, they you know, this is an ideal time for a zone blitz and, and you want to use a screen. It does that's super, that that does not matter for fantasy football. None of that shit matters for fantasy football. It's all like just, you know, you need a baseline knowledge. And from there, it's a crapshoot. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Matt, quick question, then we can move on. Mm-hmm. Uh, has Vince paid you for this season yet? Vince was remarkably prompt in paying <laughs> for fantasy football. Wow. Um, and I think I mentioned it when I messaged everybody. I said I had to make sure that I didn't invite the wrong guy to the league, like a, <laughs> like a Vance Go- like a Vance Gouda or something. Because um, <laughs> he paid Vance me like immediately. Because, yeah, Vince's move is to pay me at the end of the year um, after he's been eliminated. Uh, because he's like, well, technically, I don't owe you anything because I haven't lost yet. And then, uh, and then he loses, and then still doesn't pay me for like six months. This is the usual Vince move. It's good stuff. A plus Vince, A plus on Vince for uh, coming through big. I think everybody was just so like stoked to be doing like fantasy. Like I, we did it kind of late this year, so everybody's like, "Oh my god, fantasy football!" And like everybody was just yeah. stoked, and so everybody's paid immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, our next question comes to us from listener Grace Grace Riley. Is Yeezy? Oh no! Oh jeez! <laughs> is Yeezy Isn't this funny? <laughs> I don't know. Is Yeezy, aka Kanye West, aka Ye, nuts or stupid? Yeah, is Ye nuts or stupid? That's so. It's so funny. Two years later, this is so, as exactly as like as pertinent as it was then. Yeah, yeah. it's absolutely germane to the con. The dude's running for president. <laughs> no, I think he got fined because he said he was gonna, but then like didn't take the proper steps. Mm-hmm. To be able yeah. to, so he got fined for his campaign or something like that. I oh, think, did he? Yeah, oh, because he was raising money. Happened. I knew he didn't make it onto one of the ballots because he missed like the deadline by like forty-five seconds or some shit, or like sixteen <laughs> yeah. minutes or some shit like that. So wait, yeah. did he pull like a producers thing? Like he he ran like a fake campaign and just took all the money and did re- he? Re- and... Well, did he release an album? Did he? I don't, I don't know. know. I, that's I know. I know. He did that that, uh, that very on. religious album a couple years ago. I don't know what he's doing now. So, uh, in court, according to NewYorkMag.com, the headline is, and this was uh, September seventh of this year, Kanye West's nearly seven million dollar presidential bid has hit some legal snags. Hmm. So he's, yeah. he's hitting coming. he's hitting issues with his uh, campaign. I think seen that. Honestly, I think this question has has come more into focus and it's because at the time it was a genuine is he nuts or stupid? And mm-hmm. I think now it's he is nuts. Yeah. Uh, Had he like, come out I think, fully like as a as a Trump guy a couple at this point two years ago? I, I think he I think he had, but okay. I, I it seems to me that he it's it's very obvious that he has that there is something medically wrong. And that he needs help. Mm-hmm. And it's less, it's less like, cause I remember, I remember talking about this and being like, it's kind of sad because it's like, you're, you're watching Kanye kind of have a breakdown in front of everybody. Yeah. And it's just kind yeah. of focused that. And now, yes, I think he, like, there is something, there is something wrong that needs to get addressed. And mm-hmm. it's sad that he's not getting the help he, he needs because he is so rich. And so it's like, oh, he's an eccentric creative, but it's like, no, my guy needs needs to mm-hmm. go to the hospital. Yeah, he needs help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so nuts. Yeah. And, and, and like in as as pejorative as that is, it's nuts, not mm-hmm. stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think he's. I don't think he's dumb. I, I don't think he. I think he he latches onto ideas like the whole like Harry Tubman didn't do anything for slavery thing. 
like saying these these crazy things at his quote unquote campaign rallies. You know, I I, I think you latch onto those things not because you're dumb necessarily, but because you're just prone to mm-hmm. that kind of that kind of thinking, and you know, you, you're pet prone to just latching onto misinformation like that. Um. Yeah, I, I think it's it's closer to nuts than than stupid. Um, yeah. and you know it's 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 a bummer because uh, he's a great artist for a long period of time, and could still be at some point. But you know he's you know it's you know that's a, that's about all I got on it. How about you, Tim? Yeah. Uh, pretty much agree with Sean, and like you said, it, this is almost exactly where we were at two years ago. Mm-hmm. The same question of him more or less losing his shit in the public eye, and just. That's it. Yeah, it it seemed at the time it it was more gray, I think, then. But now it just seems like he has like bipolar disorder and you're watching his manic episodes play out. And it's just like, let's can we get this guy help instead of just putting more rubber neck on it? And it seemed like I think there was a thing where like the Kardashians were trying to help him, like get him hospitalized. And he was like, no, which is which is like his it's his right as a human to be like, I don't want help, but mm-hmm. yeah. my guy, but it'd be nice if you accepted it. Yeah. Yeah. Please. In this scenario. Eagles are down 21 to three. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I stopped looking at fantasy. I got to uh, stop looking at fantasy. Uh, what a fucking awful year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, moving on to our next question from Megan Webster is Shrek actually the best movie of all time. And once again, <laughs> This question continues to be very pertinent to the national discourse. <laughs> very germane. Very germane to the conversation in the year of our Lord 2020. Is Shrek the best movie of all time, guys? Yes. I can't remember <laughs> what I said before, but fuck it. Yes. It is, it is a very it is. good movie. Probably, it holds probably, up. Probably yes. <laughs> like you know what? It like it it spawned some good sequels and spin-offs as well. Like mm-hmm. Shrek like, 2 is a great movie. Shrek 2 is great. Mm-hmm. Um I think there was a Puss in Boots movie. I've never seen it, but I'm just going to say it's probably great. Mm-hmm. Uh, With yeah. Antonio Banderas. Yes. Mm. Antonio Banderas is amazing. Puss in Boots is a great character. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It is the best movie of all time. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Yeah, it's quality film. Uh, you know, some of the <laughs> pop culture references don't hold up as well anymore 20 years later, but I think that's to be expected. Um, yeah, but I mean... Y- they they you you hear all star and you start it's a bop. Somebody <laughs> wants Tommy. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a YouTube artist. I have to look up what song it is that he covers, but it, he covers a song that was in the Shrek Two soundtrack, but it's an official so- like it's a like an actual song from like a band. And I just love that it's like, no, this song isn't known from whatever band. This song is known from Shrek 2. <laughs> yep. Yep. Pretty much. Um, all right. Any other thoughts on, on Shrek, the the cinematic masterpiece? It, it's a great movie, but I best yeah. movie of all time is maybe a stretch, but it's a good mm-hmm. it one million percent holds up. So he covers in a he does a metal cover. Of Live in La Vida Loca from Shrek 2. Oh. <laughs> yeah, specifically the, art- the Shrek 2 version of Live yeah. in La Vida Loca? The, the artist's name is Jonathan Young. He's awesome. I love mm. his music. He does like a metal cover of the Power Rangers theme song and a bunch of other Disney songs and even anime songs. But he does a cover of Shrek 2's Live in La Vida Loca. Mm-hmm. It's quality. 
I like it. Yeah. I like it. Um, moving on, we got we got, we got time for some more questions. We're moving through these pretty well. Um, next question uh, submitted uh, again by alleged listener Tess. Um, <laughs> what's the biggest animal you've ever seen in person? Hmm. I'm thinking a giraffe. Maybe if they're at the uh, zoo, I think there's giraffes at the zoo. <laughs> yes, there are giraffes. At the Typically, zoo. <laughs> that would have to be it then. A giraffe. Okay. Yeah, which uh, uh, brings me to a quick. Uh, did you know giraffes used to have antlers? <laughs> like full on, like no. like like. Apparently, I, I had to research this because that's something was posted on a Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Um. Their little like head nubs that they have mm-hmm. used to be antlers back in the like forever ago, mm-hmm. but now they're just uh, people I call wonder, them antennas. I call them head nubs. I, I thought it was gonna be like go head ahead, nubs got evolved out. Like what? Like you know what I like? Because ev- via, I'm pretty sure like, like the theory of evolution would be that there has to be a um like there has to be a reason for having smaller head nubs to be desirable right <laughs> right so i'm wondering yeah. what that is like maybe you you're could... so tall that you're ge- like they're already so tall and your antlers are getting caught on shit like yeah. walking around yeah. in trees you just get that. stuck in a tree and dying and not able to <laughs> <No>. reproduce <laughs> yeah or no no no. it's like it's like the look at that dumbass giraffe i'd never you know they're, they're you know <laughs> yeah. cl- giraffes notoriously clicky animals you know they, they <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm not getting with that giraffe look how dumb his freaking nubs are yeah what an idiot uh, Tim, what's the largest animal you've seen in person? Uh, tallest would probably be a giraffe, but I've mm-hmm. also seen an elephant in person. Okay. Ooh. Was that a, a zoo rhino. or did you go elsewhere for that? Uh, all of these things were while I was in South Africa with uh, mm-hmm. my high school choir. While you were nice. singing to, uh, Africa in a cave? <laughs> ding, 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 oh, yeah. Ding, ding. That's right. In the, in the Kango that. Caves, yes. Mm-hmm. That's one thing we didn't do was our two truths and a lie this time. Right. I, I always forget that you did go to Africa. Two, two yeah. truths and then a third. Other, or no, third, two, two lies two, and then two a, lies third and also also a third. Also, third lie. lie. That was. What I don't we know did. this game. Our game well, that I decided was, to play. Yeah, yeah. That that game we started for the first two sessions, and then Matt was just like, "Fuck it, I'm just doing all lies." Yeah, <laughs> came up with a bizarre like. I don't thing remember that I had with Lifehouse, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Exactly. That's when uh, we discovered we could not trust Matt. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Very, very important lesson for the future. <laughs> could trust like, me with like, any any recurring segment on this show. Like, wasn't one of yours like you were a serial killer from San Francisco or something like that? Yeah, it I think was it was specifically that I was Jeffrey Dahmer. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> specifically, I was Jeffrey Dahmer. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it was like it was like I I hit a three in a basketball game. The, the first time I did it correctly, um, mm-hmm. in that I I did hit a three in a basketball game, and I said something else that was true, um, and then I basically <laughs> confessed to being a serial killer from the eighties. <laughs> yeah, and then you read the Wikipedia for Jeffrey Dahmer. Straight up read the Wikipedia page for Jeffrey Dahmer. And then the other times was about being. Uh, a real, I think you were stalking Lifehouse. I think that I was. Yeah. I, I distinctly <laughs> stalking remember stalking Lifehouse. Lifehouse. I don't remember yeah. what the other one was, but I, I remember. He doesn't the know, but I remember. <laughs> <laughs> we're meant to be. He'll Pepper- find out. Pepperidge Farm remembers. Pepperidge Farm remembers. 
Um, Sean, did you answer your your? Uh, I've animal? seen. I don't know because I I've seen an elephant in person at a zoo, but I've also I went whale watching and we saw whales, and I it's hard to like conceptualize when a thing gets a certain size. It's hard to tell what's bigger than what. You know what right. I mean? Like it's like yeah. I I've seen a whale, and I'm fairly certain in my brain somewhere lives the fact that a whale is larger than ele- an elephant. So I think I've se- I have seen a I whale, right. and so I it- think that is the answer. I think it like it highly depends on the whale itself. Yeah. Like, what? Mm-hmm. Well, the whale was fucking huge. Yeah. <laughs> so I elephants mean, are fucking huge. So who knows? Like, so right. I've seen both a whale and an elephant in yeah. real life on this planet Earth. Um. Mm. So I think it's a whale. I'm gonna go with whale. I've seen a whale in real life, and they're they're so big. It's it's in it's in, incomprehensible. Like <laughs> it's like when yeah. you look at the stars and you're like, man, like you get that like ennui or like you get that like real mm-hmm. you get kind of depressed for a second you're like i don't fucking matter yeah it's the same thing when you see a whale and you're like oh my god yeah. all these, pro- <laughs> all so these problems small. i have it's like you know what a whale could just crush me yeah. <laughs> i'm so small and a whale is so big <laughs> freaking huge i i love whales me too i Mine might be a whale too but the problem is is that the the whale that i saw was like from a from a from a distinct different distance. Like I was like, it was, we were, I was on like the balcony of, of uh, the spinnaker in sea isle city and you know, way, way out in the ah. ocean. I saw this whale. And so it's like, yes, technically I saw a whale, but like, mm-hmm. did I really see the whale? Like I saw, <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't really get a full appreciation for the whale from my vantage point, like miles mm-hmm. away. Yeah. So it is probably, I, I believe I've seen a giraffe at the zoo. So I will go with the giraffe as well. Matt and Tim, do you guys remember the one time we went to the Spinnaker and all of us, probably late 20s, got extremely excited because we looked off the the side of the uh, pool and there were just like five dolphins swimming down the road or swimming down the ocean. (laughs) Swimming down the road. Very cool. (laughs) Fucking um, (laughs) wild ass dolphins. Oh, Jalen Hurts is on the field. Sorry. Um, (laughs) I'm going to be totally honest. I'm very sorry. (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna be totally honest. I finished my bottle. Yeah, so, me too, uh, homie. <laughs> so we did. So <laughs> I did not. Um, no, I, I remember the dolphin thing. I don't remember the dolphins. Uh, you know, on their on their motorcycles, like peeling <laughs> yeah, out on the Landis was... Avenue. Um, but yeah, no, they, they were dolphin... wearing leather jackets and <laughs> yeah, yeah, hell's dolphins. Yes. Um, <laughs> Recreating wild hogs. <laughs> <laughs> One of them was Tim Allen. None of us liked him. The rest of them were fine, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <whoop. laughs> Yeah, but one, one, one of the dolphins is like driving around going, what's wrong with men today? <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I'm gonna... <laughs> I'm gonna say fucking dolphin right now. Dolphin Tim Allen. <laughs> now that I think about it, Tim, I apologize because we've been covering the airwaves for the past 25 minutes. <laughs> it's well, not Tim. Tim. It's Tim just it's lost it for Tim. that dolphin. God, we're so dumb, and Tim is just like Tim is just here to just like kind of like ground us and be like guys you're so fucking stupid i'm not very good at grounding us shut the fuck up you've been talking about tim allen dolphins i'm getting my little jabs in i wasn't ready for the 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 (laughs) home improvement it just killed me for no apparent reason (laughs) (sighs) yeah so hey, do we have a next question? <laughs> and you got that one bearded <laughs> dolphin been, going, been, I don't think so, We've been doing this for 106 episodes. 
Yeah. And we're so stupid. Uh, and I was not expecting Tim Allen, the dolphin motorcycle <laughs> gang member to be a character on this, on this show. But sure enough, here we are. I feel like it was predicted on the Simpsons at some point. Like, I feel like, yeah, Simpsons happened. probably did it. Yeah. Simpsons probably did it. Uh, all right, let's keep going. Oh um, so the biggest animal we've seen in person is Tim Allen, the dolphin. Uh, our next question uh, was also submitted by uh, Melinda. What movie would be greatly improved if turned into a musical? Anything recently? Oh, all of the Marvel movies. I just, I just want to see Chris Evans singing as Captain America in a song rap battle against uh, Winter Soldier in, <laughs> in mm. Captain America and the Winter Soldier. What if they just mm. took all of the, the Jefferson Hamilton rap battles from Hamilton and <laughs> that did that? That's, that's fine. That's and then absolutely is Captain fine. America, you must be out of your goddamn mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah. yeah. That's, a okay. good, that's a good pick. Yeah, because they got that that drama to them, and yeah, yeah, I could see that. Um, Tim, what musical would what, what, excuse me? What movie would be better if it was turned into a musical? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting to that point where we're at the end of this episode, at the end of three episodes, and I'm just like, I don't care anymore. <laughs> so it doesn't salty. fucking matter, guys. Doesn't matter. Doesn't even matter. We're all dying. Name just. <laughs> for 25 minutes about Tim Allen Tim Allen Dolphin. Let's just yeah. end it. Alright, hold on. Um, everybody, everybody quiet for a second. I'm going to go just... with Event Horizon. <laughs> what? Uh, well, I think it's The Core. The Core, the core. would be the best movie if it were actually a musical. The movie wow. they're, they're going to the That's center of the throwback. earth to stop it from rotating or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they develop a train that goes into the center of the earth. That's <laughs> it's it. It's a drill train. Exactly. Tim, did, Tim, did you did you and I see the core together? Fuck, I don't know. Did we? <laughs> I feel like we saw the core together at some point. I thought I watched it on a TV. Like maybe I don't not. remember seeing it in theaters. Okay, maybe maybe it wasn't. I think it was um and, and never mind, never mind. Okay, so the core would be a good. Uh, that would have been music. Tom Hansen. A good. I, Tom I appreciate you supporting me, but it would not be a good musical. But. <laughs> <laughs> Armageddon. Yeah. All of the singing. It's, is just... it's just. Uh, what is the dream want? No, it wasn't that. <laughs> it's just another. No, it was, um, it, it's all Aerosmith. Aerosmith. Yeah, it's just Aerosmith. Yeah. It's like Mamma uh, Mia, but with Aerosmith. No, Oh yeah, it was a. Uh, it was a. Uh, I don't want to miss a thing. Yeah, I fucking it, yeah. hate that's that song. It. And then you got a big band number at the end, like Armageddon out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what movie should they make into a musical, or what would be better if it was made into a musical? Saw. 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 I'm gonna chop your leg off. <laughs> Do you want to play a game? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, boy, I I think of a bad movie because a bad movie would probably be made better into a musical. Um, I don't know, but I can't think of a bad movie off the top of my head. Sucker Punch. Sucker, Sucker Punch. punch. You know what? Just because it's um, you reminded me of it with the name of the the title movie, but I'll say Kick Ass. Oh, Kick Ass okay. was such a good movie. It's a good Kick-Ass movie, was. and you know what? It's, it's already it. ridiculous and over the top as it is. Just make it a musical. Why not? Mm-hmm. Do it. Nick Cage in a musical? Sign me up. I, 
I have to uh, apologize to the internet about Kickass for a second. Uh, I was one of those people that said Kickass kicked ass on Facebook and Twitter. <laughs> oh no! Uh, so I'm sorry. And look, and look, that led us right to Trump. Exactly. That's, <laughs> that was it. It's all for Trump. It's it's all be- you can because direct, of me and my Kickass dir- kicked ass. We have Trump now. I'm a direct sorry. line from Rich's joke to <laughs> to where we are as a country today. All right, listen. I got two more real quick. This question is from. Uh, no, one more, one more, because we already did that one from from Grace Riley. Uh, one more question from allegedly Tess. How do you pronounce the word P E C A N? Pecan, uh, pecan. I do pecan as well. I think pecan, pecan, pecan right? pie, Pe- pecan, pecan, pecan. Got those candied pecans, pecans. I, I don't know. It's, it's a weird thing that I can't I can't uh, quantify, but I think it's pecan. Uh, I go with pecan uh, just because the, the the hard e and the hard a like just just ring incorrectly to me. I also just never have a reason to use this word, so I just don't. So yeah, do you the, not like pe- pecan or pecan pies, Tim? Pecan pies? No, I'm pie. not a fan of pecan pie. Oh, we have uh, that's the king of pies. It is the king <laughs> of pies based on last ep- last but, um, pumpkin pie. You're all wrong. <laughs> no, I, well, that's fine. Uh, there's a queen of pies, and you can have that one. Uh, wow. But it is um, like pe- pecans, pecans, pecans with like um, I don't, I honestly don't know how I say it because I'm now thinking about now, it. Now much. you're thinking about it, right? Yeah, uh, like so I definitely know with... people that will call pecans pecans, but it's pecan pie. Like I definitely know people that do that. that. Say pecan yes. pie, yeah. I do. That as makes well. sense. That sounds that sounds right to me. But I'm going to say pecans for the individual things themselves. But mm-hmm. it, those like candied ones with like it has like molasses and brown sugar on them are the, yeah. one of the best snacks that exists. So what good. I've determined when I and I, I pecan pie is still my favorite pie. Um, but what I've determined in thinking about it more is pecans are, are a delicious nut. What I think I'm more of a fan of is molasses. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and like yeah, I just like sugar. Yeah, if you if you like smother, you know, because like apple pie, I also like I'm not like I, I like apples and, you know, pie is not my favorite dessert. But like, dude, you put brown sugar and molasses and shit in, in on, on any pie. I'm, I'm going to be, you know, at least 75 percent of the way in on that pie. So mm-hmm. count me in for pecan pie in that respect. But I, I go with pecan and I think I do it pretty consistently, like a pack of pecans or something like that. At this point, I think I'm going to have to try to make some pecan pie because I've never had it before, so I have it's, to try it. So it's just sugar, so it's yeah. just like a very I, savory sugar yeah. dish. It's very, it's like salty sweet. Great, mm-hmm. A plus. Yeah, salty yeah. sweet nuts. That's all you need. Oh, yeah, God. dude. Now, if you legu- don't like pecan pie, that's fine too. Legumes, bro. <laughs> do you like? <laughs> do you like what you see? Would you wife a legume? Hey, Matt, do we have any more questions? <laughs> Tim, relax, buddy. <laughs> relax. <laughs> you know what? Actually, got, if I'm listen, reading this, we have seven more questions. I think, we got through, I think we got through enough. We've been recording for an hour. Well, and the thing is, the key is we did, this is the first session uh, of the of our show's history where we had listener questions, and we've, we've gotten through all of those. Yeah, so I think we're good. I'm ready to call it a day. Uh, does anyone have a take? I've got a take. All right, what Tim. If you take? if if your take is we should stop recording, then uh, uh go right ahead. I, don't know. I no longer have a take. Uh, <laughs> uh, my take is uh, fuck medical insurance and the medical mm. system in this country. Um, 
and like so that's that's been my biggest uh my second biggest annoyance i don't know this whole headache thing has sucked but it's like the first any any conversation is just like oh dude that sounds like you should get an mri i have friends who have had brain tumors and then like how have they not given you an mri and more or less insurance is like well you're not dying i'm like are you fucking kidding me that's yeah so um and it's and even even then it's like all right how we pay hundreds of dollars into our insurance all the time uh like i don't know everybody's in how much anyone puts into insurance it's like we pay all this money for medical insurance and then it's just like as soon as you need it it, it's just like cool here's another thousand dollar medical bill here's another 300 fucking dollars it's like what's the point of my medical insurance if everything is still stupid fucking expensive yeah and then they're like well without medical insurance it's even more expensive it's like why yeah well it's it so we've talked about this before on the show and it is expensive because of medical insurance because it can be but like it i and matt and i may disagree on this and that's fine but like it's capitalism can work up to a certain point but you can't commodify human rights and I believe that, you know, healthcare is a right, like being healthy, a healthy human is a right of being of existence. And so like, you can't commodify that you can't be like, how much would you pay? Because it's it's just basic supply and demand. Like, if if it's being alive, the demand is infinite, like you can't put a price on existing. And so like, it's not fair to say, you know, do you want to like, if you have diabetes, do you want to have your ins like your um like your do you want to help do you want do you want, does your pancreas want help developing insulin like it shouldn't that shouldn't be something you can put a price on because fucking obviously like mm-hmm. I would pay any amount of money to continue living mm-hmm. like if it bankrupts me even like I want to live gener- generally like. <laughs> Generally. There are be- <laughs> there are times when yeah. maybe I wouldn't pay a premium yeah, I mean, fr- on Friday living. was a dark day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, but I think but but basically I I don't think I think even in England where you have Boris Johnson who's basically Trump light like super conservative not even considering mm-hmm. abolishing like the national health system the NHS yep. like that's not even on the docket Exactly. That's it's in it's incredible that America has decided that like how much are you willing to pay to live mm-hmm. is it's un it's un it's unconscionable in my in my estimation. And I understand that we have a system, we're not gonna be able to switch it overnight, but like it's I com I one hundred percent a million percent agree with you, Tim. It's the the insurance uh, the, the insurance pyramid that we have built it is destined to fail because it's not fair. It's not fair that people, you know, COVID is going to get real political, but COVID is like, is super is, is affecting uh, communities of color more than white communities because they have less access to healthcare Mm -hmm. in general. And like, that's fucked up. Like we that should not be the case. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make sense to me that you could, you can look at the complex that we've built and not be like, this is wrong, but something is, something is amiss. It's because it's to your point, Sean, it's not a perfect, like free market works. If you're allowed the opportunity to make rational choices Yeah, and you simply don't have the time or because, you know, in, in, in a lot of cases, the knowledge 
to make a rational choice because a, like you said, you want to be alive. You don't really have the time to really like compare options uh, when it comes mm. to the free market. And secondly, um, you know, it, it's as Tim is probably running into with, with trying to deal with these doctors and getting these, like these, you know, sneaking up on you medical bills. There's no like chart of charges. You know, there's not like a, like if you go to McDonald's, there's not like a menu. Like if you went to a restaurant and said, okay, well I, I can't, I'm not going to get the salmon because the salmon's 25 bucks and I don't want to pay 25 bucks for that. You don't have that with insurance. Like I, I Tim, Tim's can deal with, said that, speak to this a lot more than I can recently, but I had a, an infection on my finger not too long ago. And I, all I knew was I got to get this drain. They didn't know how much it was going to be. I asked them how much is it going to be to get this drain? And they went, um, you know, we'll see. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then I got billed a few months later. It's $250. And it's yeah. like, Jesus, man, I just, all you do is put a needle in my finger. <laughs> like, That's, yeah. It's, it's also like if, if the, because the argument I think for the system that we have now is that you have options and having like it, it makes, it makes the medical system competitive because you have to, you have to like advocate for the cost of this, of the procedure that you're doing. But like that doesn't play out in terms of our outcomes. Like America's uh, healthcare system has one of the worst outcomes in the first world. And so like, it's just, it's just not true that paying a ton of money is making our medic, our, our healthcare better. If it were, I don't think we'd be having this conversation. If 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 paying a ton of money was like guaranteeing you the best care in the world, if our if it didn't cost twelve thousand dollars to have a baby, and also, but if it cost twelve thousand dollars to have a baby, and also our our uh, maternal mortality rate was like the best in the world, then it's like okay, we can have an argument here, but it's not the case. We have one of the worst maternal mortality rates in the entire world, and it's still costing us more. Than mm-hmm. the entire world, so mm-hmm. it's it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Something is broken that we need to fix, and mm-hmm. <laughs> vote. Yeah, and the question, the November. question is whether it's going to be <laughs> vote a vote, and b the question is whether it's going to be okay. We're going to introduce something like socialized medicine, Medicare for all, NHS, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, whether you you open like you mentioned competition with insurance companies, like you have competition to a degree. Whereas, like if I I can't I can't sign up for like Kaiser Permanente. They don't offer mm-hmm. that in New Jersey specifically, but they can, you can get in California. So do you open it up to even more insurance companies? Do you socialize yeah. medicine it's, so that everybody pays more uh, or that the, the higher end of, of the population in terms of your earnings pay more, your healthier people pay more? Uh, whatever hybrid system we've got right now is leading to exorbitant costs across the board. And it's mm-hmm. it's a huge part of our expenses every year. It's like that. It's like that in the military. It's like that in the military are costing our country more than anything every year yeah and it sucks i'm sorry tim that's the worst it cost me it cost me several with a freaking labyrinth it cost me a couple thousand dollars to figure out that i had acid reflux Mm -hmm. oh yeah and that's more or less what happened with martha because depending on the symptoms of your acid reflux combined with anxiety it's like oh all of your symptoms sound like you're having a heart yeah, attack. It, you need to go to the ER immediately. It, it, mm-hmm. it cost, So it costs me. And we talk about this a lot. And I, again, I don't want to be like a like a vegan, like a stereotypical vegan about this. But it costs me about two to three hundred dollars to see my psychiatrist so that I don't want to kill myself every day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like and I don't mm-hmm. mean to be flipping about that. But like no. that's what that's what's at stake here. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's me being able to live a fucking functional life. Like I genuinely 
love my family, and I love where I am in my life. I mean, obviously, COVID's not ideal, but like, even with all that, I still felt terrible all the time, and I still do. But like, getting on medicine helped me, but it shouldn't be that. Like, it is obviously cost prohibitive for me for it to cost two to three hundred dollars to see a psychiatrist to be able to get medicine to make my fucking serotonin work in a reasonable way. That's mm-hmm. unreasonable. That's untenable for like, it is no, uh, not, I mean, this is getting way political at the end of the show, but it, <laughs> I've gone through a whole bottle of wine. So fucking deal with it. This Here is also, this is also our podcast. Fuck you. But like, <laughs> it shouldn't, it shouldn't, it should not cost me that much money to feel okay. Like I it, and at Tim's point, it shouldn't call. It shouldn't take seven to eight visits or more to doctors to convince them. Like, yo, whatever your 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 original, you know, the billing department doesn't think that this is, you know, this is grounds for me getting an MRI. We're running out of choices now, Chief. Like, yeah, <laughs> we're running out of options. When I was when Alice was born, and I was sick, I was just dealing with the anxiety of it. My doctor put off giving me just like lorazepam or whatever to to deal with that anxiety that I was having for like a bunch of other stuff that if if my like I I feel like if the insurance were there and I could afford it, they would have just gone straight to that. Like it's just A to B. Okay, you're feeling anxiety. You're not able to sleep. Let's give you something for the anxiety. But they were like, let's try all these other things before that because there's an, there is a, unfortunately, there is a like, monetary incentive for them to be like, let's try treatments. Let's figure it out through trial and error, not just let's try to get, let's give the thing that you, let's let you decide what, what the problem is, try to treat that. And if that's not the case, like if I had come to them and be like, I have anxiety, would you please treat that? And they were like, all right, let's treat that. But then I was still having the problem, then move on to like, maybe you just have insomnia. Mm-hmm. Like that's how it should be. Not, it's not, it's not, it's just fucking listen to me Yeah. and then yeah, move yeah. on. It's... I should be able to just get whatever I want. And then if that's not the problem, move on from there. Like that should be the starting point. Not what do you think is wrong? Even though I'm telling you, I'm just anxious all the fucking time. I don't know. It's, it's awful. Uh, it is. It's, it is a labyrinth. It is too hard. It is prohibitive of people, like especially black people, but, people of color in general it's so hard for them it's infuriating uh yeah so thank you tim for bringing up this very important issue <laughs> no problem bro david you even want to cap off your, your take tim you have any other uh, any other thoughts um, yeah keep capitalism out of our medical system yeah I, I i didn't mean to to to, to completely take your take your take and just go you off expanded on, a rant. on it in a way that i would not be able to because but, you are significantly better with the english language <laughs> and larger concepts and portraying them in a way that isn't just going fuck that guy <laughs> well no so i i appreciate this because specifically i have been dealing with this because so i'm i've been taking a medicine to help to help me with being sad and it's it has helped but not enough. Like I still feel sad, you know, in a way that is like going to talk therapy, very important. And I would advocate it for anyone, but there, there are some times when it's just a medical thing. Like it's just, your brain doesn't work quite right. You got to fix it. Got to put a little, put a little bit of a shift on it. And so when I went to my psychiatrist a month ago at this point, I was like, I'm still feeling very sad 
it's helping, but not enough. Like I'm going mm. through cycles, like at the, at the end of every day. And again, not to get too sad, but the, at the end of every day, I get incredibly depressed. Like, it's just like every single day at the end of the day, I'm just like, I can't deal with this. I don't know what to do. And so I told my psychiatrist this and she was like, okay, let's, uh, let's add a supplement to what you're taking already. And let's see mm. how that does. And mm. I don't know how that does because of my fucking insurance having changed and then my insurance company not giving me the information to give to my psychiatrist until yesterday. So this was a month ago, my insurance changed and I didn't get my fucking like the change in my shit until very recently. So it's like there was a, there was a whole time when I could have been taking a medicine that could have been making me feel better, but I wasn't able to because my insurance wasn't fucking prompt. Mm -hmm. And there's no incentive for them to do it because you're stuck with them. Yep. Like, yep. what am I going to do? You sign up for a year. I couldn't get it because it's an, like, it is a, it is the, the medicine is like labeled as an antipsychotic or something. And it's like, mm-hmm. even if it's not specifically for someone with psychosis, mm-hmm. there is a category of drugs that that is a part of that you need special, like, authorization to be able to get. It's mm-hmm. not even to, like, it's not even that it would be cost prohibitive unrelatedly uh there was a time when my before uh my insurance changed when i tried to get my medicine and it was going to cost me five fucking like like three thousand dollars or something it was unreal it was so fucking crazy and then i was like oh actually i have our insurance changed and they were like okay it's going to cost you a hundred dollars and like that's still a lot of money but but comparatively comparatively um, less that's unreal. Like, yeah. what the fuck are we doing, guys? Rack up that deductible, baby. I just <laughs> want to feel like a normal person. <laughs> I'm not even not trying allowed. to feel better than anyone. I'm yeah. just trying to feel like Be I normal. don't want to die. I know. I know, the, dude. The American healthcare system <laughs> is an absolute joke. It's so sad. And it's like, the you, fact, I don't know. Like, the thing that makes me the most angry at it is the fact that Say I'm in California and I break an arm or something and have to go to the hospital. I have to make sure that hospital's in my network. Otherwise, <laughs> I'm paying 30 fucking percent more than I would or 30 percent of the deduct. Like, what the fuck? Why do, why do I need to make sure? Oh, don't go to Liberty Arts I don't need a hospital. Mm-hmm. Go to uh, go to go to North Meadow Hospital because that's in my fucking no. Fuck you. Like yeah, I you hate the just, American health. You should system. as as a right as a human, you should just be able to get the help you need. And maybe rich don't go skateboarding in California. Yeah, I yeah, mean that's that's de- that's that's stop doing true. that. But yeah. I mean I'm 32. I shouldn't be skateboarding in in California. Yeah, there is. This is a very complex issue that we don't have. We we don't have the knowledge to really yeah. we've, we've talked about it in the past i think that the, that the discussion itself deserves a little bit of research and, and possibly more time than we can allow it in the form of a hot take uh, a very valid hot take by tim because yeah. dealing yeah. with it on a day-to-day basis at this point yeah um sizzle Spicy. sizzle sizzle so Ooh, tim so we hope you're feeling better man and yeah. and we hope yeah. that this fucking mess yeah. gets that gets sorted out and uh and that you'll be able to drink uh the, the next time once you you've you've found a, a a solution to this and you you're at the point where you're you're feeling comfortable enough to drink uh drink to to your heart's content on this show uh, <laughs> bring, bring, bring whatever you want man bring whatever you want yeah Rose, oh, once bourbon. once yeah once you've 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 ascertained a diagnosis 
You get free reign for whatever you want for that episode. It's your birthday, bud. Hi, hi, yeah. I was going to say, it'll probably be, it, it might be my birthday by then. So that works. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, Tim, if people want to see any of your uh, your healthcare takes or otherwise on Twitter, where can they find you? At Tim R. Hansen. Uh, how about you, Sean? At Hey, it's SOB. How about you, Rich? At B underscore walnuts. You can find my my woefully out of step uh, opinions on healthcare on Twitter at mkaznell. That's M K A S Z N E L. Uh, the podcast is available at Brose underscore podcast uh, on Twitter and on Facebook at Brose Podcast. Uh, you can listen to our show anywhere fine podcasts are bought and sold, such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, and TuneIn. And if you have a question you'd like us to answer on the air, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. Huge, huge thanks, as always, to Mary O'Brien for compiling our questions for this episode and for every episode that we've done. We really do appreciate your help. Um, for To Shannon Vogel for designing our world-famous logo, uh, the work, uh, her work you can find on Etsy.com and at Shannon Vogel Photography on Facebook. And our theme music is When by Steven Siebert, and you can listen to his work at the Free Music Archive. Uh, Rich, what is going on with your other podcast nowadays? Uh, check out PodQuest Nerdy Roundtable, where we talk about that week's uh, news and, and junk. Um, nothing really to promote right now, because I don't really know what's going to happen in three weeks. <laughs> we always get we always get into dodgy territory with this third promo mm. here. Um, well, I, look, could... I I will say sorry to interrupt. I will say I called it because two weeks two sessions it. in a row I said that they were going to announce the uh, PlayStation Five prices and details, and I got it right this past week. Kaboom! So, nice. I called it. Kaboom! You got it. I did it. Uh, I co-host the Keystone Coast to Coast Sports Podcast with my buddy Eddie Provident. Uh, it is a sports show focused on Pittsburgh and Philadelphia sports, uh, which are cities in Pennsylvania, which is the Keystone State. <laughs> Get it? Um, nice. <laughs> and uh, and uh, we record periodically. Next time we record, we'll probably talk NFL. Um, Miles Sanders just scored a touchdown for the Eagles. I can't Hell wait because yeah. this because this episode comes out uh, two weeks after uh, two weeks after this game, right? One, two, three weeks yeah. after this game. Um, and, uh, woof, it's, it's going to be weird if I'm like excited about a Miles Sanders touchdown and we end up losing by 50, <laughs> uh, which could happen. We've looked pretty bad so far. Um, but anyway, that's it guys. I got, I have one, I have one shout out real quick. Oh, yeah, if you want to help fight food insecurity in the black LGBTQIA plus community, Mary is collecting funds for the coalition for blacks, trans economic Li- liberations, grocery fund, mm. uh, which is now officially a nonprofit. Uh, you can contribute by sending any amount, large or small, via Venmo or Cash App to Mary, Mary Webster O'Brien on both. Uh, please include the memo Grocery Fund. And you can follow the nonprofit's Instagram for updates on fundraiser, progress, and urgent requests. This is Instagram.com slash Black LGBTQ Reparations. Yeah, Mary's been cool. doing yeoman's work, um, working with, with a number of different families it, and funds it, in the last couple it has of years. Been, it has been an incredible... Uh, undertaking from Mary and everyone who's working on that. Um, and they have recently uh, set up a Patreon for an emergency fund. And I think they have like uh, 12, between 12 and $2,000 a month for emergencies, which is great. Uh, so help that uh, donate to that if you can. Excellent. Excellent folks. Weird. We did it. Give your, give your, every, give yourselves a hand, give yourselves a quick hand. Just, just, yeah. This is what is it, 105 Five. episodes? 105. 105. Five.
And, and again, that, we've done some bonus episodes in the past. We did uh, our coronavirus, yeah. holy shit, what's going on podcast uh, that one time. We have the the Stephen Booker podcast. We've done the the Golden Robes Awards. Yeah, we've, um, we've interviewed a bunch of people. Done Check a bunch of interviews. Sean, Sean did a, uh, his We interview. did a great job. We did a, we've done such a good job. Dude, fuck, We're doing fucking it. Good, good job by us. Hats off to the Brose podcast. Here's, here's to 100 more. And say goodbye to the listeners, everyone. And bye. 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 For Rich Sweet and Sean O'Brien, Tim Hansen, and the entire Action Moose team. Moo! <laughs> My name Moo. is Matt Casnell. Uh, wondering if that was actually the largest animal we've ever seen. Um, and yeah, you don't first of all, rude. Be smart about being stupid. Thank you for listening to us for 105 fucking episodes of nonsense. Absolute fucking idiocy. Also, reconsider your life priorities. (laughs) 